Be advised that the information presented today is general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's individual circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Greece Financial Partners offers investment advisory services and is registered with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the advisory firm by the SEC, nor does it indicate that the advisory firm has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Hello, it's Rob Herman and my colleague, Ken Brodkowitz, Chief Investment Officer. Welcome to the GFP five-minute podcast. We are doing a quick podcast, post-Thanksgiving podcast, given what's going on in the market today, a result of the new COVID strain, the variant of concern. Uh, so we're going to get into it very quickly. We want to go into the weekend, just talking through it. And again, we'll keep everybody posted as information evolves. Ken, just to start off with the news of today, while we know it'll take weeks to completely understand the impact on diagnostics, therapeutics, and vaccines, talk a little bit about this South Africa upswing in COVID cases, the variant of concern, and what it means um, for the economy and broadly for the markets as well. Yeah, I uh, hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. So obviously, difficult question to answer. We don't have a lot of information as of yet. So today, Pfizer came out and said, if this is a worst case scenario, you know, 30 mutations that pretty much avoids the vaccine, you know, they could have a new one up and running within, within 100 days. So that in and of itself contrasts to March of 2020, where we had no visibility on what would happen in the future. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who's one of the experts on this, came out today and said he, he still thought, based on all available information, the vaccines were still about 75% effective against this new variant, albeit, you know, not hugely certain on that, but that's obviously somewhat promising. You know, no doubt about it, today was a tough day. Oil was down 13%. And, you know, the reopening trade, you know, is off the table for now where the stay-at-home baskets, the Zooms and the Pelotons of the world and healthcare in general obviously did a little bit better. One thing, so, you know, as we've spoken about in the past, we've become a little bit more cautious on the market. And that was, you know, certainly we weren't anticipating this. But really, because of where we are in terms of the cycle, you know, inflation going much higher, the trajectory of interest rates look to be higher. And we just thought there'd be a more volatile environment with a lot of political uncertainty and the like, especially as we get to the 2022 midterm elections. The one positive from today, and clearly there's nothing positive about today, was that interest rates went down significantly. Future inflation expectations went down significantly. And just as a reminder, Equity market valuations, when they're lofty as they are today, is very, very sensitive to where interest rates are and where inflation expectations are. So to the extent those went down, that supports a higher multiple, albeit you could argue earnings visibility as went down. So it's a partial offset. So are we, are we calm about what happened today? No. You know, and Rob, I think we'll get into this in the next question. We can talk about portfolio positioning in a little bit. But there are some natural offsets. So, you know, can we see another five to seven percent correction? Yes. You know, we're only three, four percent off the highs. And as you know, 10, 15, even 20 percent corrections happen from time to time. But we do think, you know, the market in general, as rates continue to go down and inflation goes down with news like this, are going to find the floor uh, sooner than what uh, many others would think. Thanks, Ken. And, you know, let's lead into that next question that you alluded to. Um, how is GFP positions. We we talk always in client calls um, and and our quarterly uh, client calls and podcasts about 
upside capture and downside capture in the context of what we're seeing today. Maybe you can offer some comforting words about how GFP client portfolios are positioned and what we're doing that's somewhat differentiated versus other investment advisory firms in the context of, of preserving capital, but also finding non-correlated returns. Yeah, it's it's a good question, and it's you know it's one of the main reasons you know client clients hire us. We're we're very thoughtful in how we construct portfolios. We are not a beta one shop, meaning just buying the S and P five hundred, overweighting the Fang stocks and Tesla, and hoping for the best. So as we've spoken about in the past, we have a lot of assets in our portfolio that either don't correlate to the market. We even have some assets that negatively correlate. You know, as an example, you know, we've started to uh, position uh, client portfolios in certain parts of real estate, such as multifamily, class BC apartments, where there's a massive supply demand imbalance. Supply isn't growing because where labor is and on input prices, you you just can't build these apartment buildings um, in a reasonable cost anymore. But demand is going up, you know, and if the economy were to slow, demand would go up even further. So, you know, something like that has no correlation to the market. You know, we have certain investments in secondaries funds where you're buying things at a discount. And typically when things get volatile, as it certainly looks like they're going to, the discounts they're buying stuff at increases. So we're continuously looking for opportunities like that. As volatility increases, a lot of the things we've identified, you know, the opportunity set has grown. So we do think as, you know, the markets get more volatile and perhaps go down a little bit more, we will be able to outperform, you know, in the intermediate to long term. And we do put a lot of thought into running those portfolios. We do like positioning with managers that have a lot of optionality and a lot of liquidity. So in the times uh, when there is forced selling, and keep in mind, there was forced selling today. There's a lot of leverage in the system. And part of the move down today is people just had to sell whether they thought it was fundamental or economic to sell. And those are always opportunities we want to be positioned with managers that can take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, from a firm investment philosophy perspective, we take a strategic, you know, three to five year approach, but we can also take a more tactical, shorter term approach, given um, a market backdrop, market shocks, which also means being opportunistic if there is a correction and taking advantage of that in any way. So I think we're covering it from both sides. The idea of today's podcast, very brief podcast, while we're still learning and getting information about this new variant, the idea is to go into the weekend, letting you know some of our thoughts. But of course, whether you talk directly to your, your advisor, your GFP advisor, or you want to reach out to the investment team, please don't hesitate. And we will keep you posted with additional podcasts and client calls as the information uh, continues to evolve. Thanks very much for joining us. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and have a great holiday weekend.